Hello, foodie fans. Welcome to the Big Food Talk, produced by Tough Monkey Entertainment. I'm your host, Sal Conca. This show supports restaurants, chefs, and food pioneers with your help. Head to bigfoodtalk.com to make your donation today or check out our fun apparel line with proceeds going directly to participating restaurants. Special thanks to the Long Island Food Council, DineLI Facebook group, and Yelp Long Island for supporting this episode. Today, I'm speaking with Mark and Jenny, the husband and wife team behind Social Playhouse, located in Plainview, New York. It was created as a space for the needs of the modern family with a focus on both children and adults. Social Playhouse is a safe place where parents can work while children play and socialize. Listen in to see how Mark and Jenny prepare for the new normal in this unique event space. Hi, Mark and Jenny. Thanks for joining the Big Food Talk today. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about your business. Um, how are you guys feeling today? Uh, not bad, <laughs> considering. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for having us. This is such a, a great thing that you're doing for the whole community. Thanks. I appreciate that. It's just the little bit that I can do to help tell your guys' story. And I'm, I'm so interested in your story. I've been following it since you guys opened. Um, and it's just such a unique space that you guys have at Social Playhouse. Let's go back and give the audience a little bit of, you know, when, when did you guys open Social Playhouse? Uh, we opened November 5th of last year. Yeah, so you guys are still in your infancy, just kind of like enjoying your honeymoon phase of the business, as we call it. And then I know the world kind of changed on everybody. Um, I'm curious. I know you both have some pretty interesting backgrounds. Uh, Mark, what, what was your background before opening Social Playhouse? Uh, I was actually with AT&T for 15 years. I was a district manager for them before I left. Um, so I was traveling all around, you know, the Northeast, you know, um, managing retail stores, all those indirect stores like Best Buy and Radio Shacks when they were open. But um, yeah, it was interesting. So a lot of customer service experience. Um, and prior to that, I was, you know, I've, I've owned other businesses too, restaurants. My parents owned a food truck and before food trucks were even popular. So oh, wow. yeah, a, lot of, a lot of history <laughs> in <around> food. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Maybe we'll get to talk about that too. And Jenny, <laughs> Jenny, what's your background? What were you doing before Social Playhouse? Um, well, that's I've actually been doing a little balancing act, actually. So I'm actually a child psychologist, and I'm still in practice. And so um, prior to all this, and even now, actually, luckily, I'm able to still work in my practice virtually. And so being able to see lots of families um, through teletherapy, uh, but being able to bring that piece on focusing on families and creating a positive environment for everyone has been really a goal of ours. Cool. And so husband and wife team into business together. I've had a few husband and wives on the show already. How did you guys come together and come up with the concept for Social Playhouse? Where was the idea born? I would say, you know, we have two children of our own. We have two younger children. One is seven. The other one is uh, four years old. And we've always, you know, um, been to birthday parties and thrown birthday parties. And every time we go into a space, we're like, yeah, we can do this. But, you know, I never realized how hard it was to even build a space like this. But then, you know, even when we started the, uh, the business plan, we definitely wanted some elements incorporated in that. We wanted to have 
restaurant included in that. So really good coffee and food, but also have workspaces available uh, for the working families, you know, with the rise of telecommuting. We knew, even for myself, when I was working for AT&T, I always worked from home. So, you know, first few hours of the day, I was always on conference calls for hours. And at one point I was with my daughter, I think she was maybe a year and a half old mm-hmm. at that time. She's crying in the background. What do you do when you're on a conference call? Like I, I always wish there was a place I can bring my daughter and then have, you know, my conference call too. And maybe somebody help me with my daughter, you know? So that's why, you know, this is where it came from. And it stemmed from, from that, from our experience. And then Jenny's experience as a psychologist, you know, and really promoting positive behaviors and reinforcing that. So, yeah, and I think that's what's so interesting about the space is how you guys blended, uh, you know, having just met you, both of your personalities into the business, right? The, 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 the work culture for people who are entrepreneurs like myself, I work from home, I've been working from home for a number of years, and, and you know, being able to incorporate families and children into the space with the fun food menus, the events, the entertainment, the learning aspect of all this. So I think it's really interesting the way you guys have blended those two aspects of modern day life together. Um, so this is the big food talk though. And I know there's an interesting menu. Who came up with the menu for the, the social playhouse? Um, I think it was just, it was both of us. Yeah. You know? we, we collaborate a lot. Eat, you know, we commute so. and talk a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we definitely love to eat. We, we love trying new foods. You know, we, you know, with even our, um, our uh, ethnic background, you know, we're both Filipino-Americans. We wanted to kind of bring that, you know, and introduce that to some of our customers as well and kind of infuse that in some of our dishes. So, you know, and and definitely, you know, we were still building, right? So we opened in November. We were still building our menu. And even till this day, we're still creating new menu items. So, you know, if something doesn't work, you know, we try something else, you know, and if that hit, if that goes well then we just continue doing that and just adding more items to that yeah and it's actually a feedback that we've been getting a lot from our customers and that you know as you said we are only five months young and so when people came to us and learned of us you know we got a lot of social media buzz from like newsday and mommy poppins and we really blew up as a play space a modern play space and when people came in they were very surprised to come and take a look at the open concept modern look and the, the restaurant and the bar. Um, and so I think that unique aspect sort of drew people in. And now instead of coming as customers for the play area, they come in as, you know, as for the restaurant piece. So we have a lot of actually local, you know, people coming in from the community just to come in for the cafe and restaurant, um, which I think is kind of unique when people first see us. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought it was interesting, right? You guys have elevated bar food, which is something we all look for as a, as a foodie, you know, you want to go have a place to have a casual drink, have a conversation, you know, and be able to eat a decent bite. And then you have these mindful options, you know, or healthy options for kids. Um, so what, what is on the kids menu for, for them to eat? That's a little bit different. Uh, so we have, you know, turkey, hot dogs, but with carrot sides and not we don't we don't have anything to fry here so we bake everything here in house so we just wanted to add maybe vegetables to a turkey hot dog or mac and cheese bites for the kids or uh, what else do we have for the kids you know everyone loves chicken nuggets so baked chicken nuggets are always popular that's probably our most popular (laughs) baked chicken nuggets and carrot sticks and 
or you know steam carrots. So these are things <laughs> yeah. that we added. To and that. so part of like our twist again, our blending of our strengths um, is positive reinforcement, which we use a lot of. And so when kids come in here and they do something kind, they actually get kind kindness stamps, is what we call it. And so what we also do here for food, right, in regards to the, to the restaurant, when kids try something new, um, our most popular item actually is our avocado toast. But sometimes kids don't really, you know, try new things. And so when they take a piece of mom's avocado toast, you know, they get kindness stamps. And so we actually see lots of kids doing choosing our children menu items, but they're also sort of choosing really different healthy, you know, um, options that the adults are eating as well. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great to hear. I mean, I'm lucky we have a 10 year old and he's a great eater. So we never really have a lot of trouble feeding him. He's always like, we make him avocado toast actually like every weekend. (laughs) And he wants to put hot sauce and all kinds of stuff on it. So he's what he said on the eating front, but I know so many people struggle with that is introducing children to new food. I actually being, I know you don't know me very, very well, but I'm a huge foodie, right? I pretty much will eat anything now, but my mom, she doesn't even know who I am now because I was the pickiest eater growing up. (laughs) So, you know, how kids change, right. As we, as we get older. So I know you guys also have a great selection of beer and wine. Is there anything unique about the beer and wine selection in your, in your restaurant and your establishment? Uh, So we wanted to focus when it came to um, our tap beer, we wanted to feature local craft beers. Uh, Actually our best seller is barrier. So barrier, by far is our most popular um, brand. I mean, we, we also offer, you know, other local craft beers, but then, you know, we just really wanted to stick to when we offer um, anything on tap would be a rotation of uh, craft, but we also have domestic and import bottles and beers of, you know, of all different types. But, you know, we just wanted to change the selection. We didn't want it to just have, you know, just the, the normal beers that you would, get in any other place right we won't throw any beer brands under the bus but i know what you mean (laughs) (laughs) but you know when they come in when they come into our space and everyone sees the selection of beers we have like we have a beer flight so we have a beer flight where people can choose you know three of different types of beers and they get they're very surprised what we offer because then i then i'll rotate you know the selection uh as we run out of product so that's awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. I love hearing about the selection and the way you guys have curated this whole menu and the everything. You know, you could see that you put a lot of effort and and work into it, and that's why I think you guys had such a dramatic opening because people, when they came in, they realized what you guys did with the space and how much care you put into it and and the thoughtfulness behind it. Um, so this being built around a workspace for adults as well, with the modern workforce that we have. I mean, now obviously everybody's working from home, so I, there's going to be a much bigger work from remote or working from home space, I think, after we get through this. So um, how is that designed and how does that work where parents are working, children are playing, I think you have packages, how, how is that all set up for you guys? Yeah, so at the moment we have two private drop-in offices and so um, anyone can really come in and book uh, a private space. And then all along, we have a, a work bar that actually overlooks the play area. And so parents can just come in freely, you know, and 
have a cup of good coffee, right? Um, actually, we haven't shouted out our local roastery yet, which is Mongo's of Syosset. So we use Mitch and he, him and his team are amazing. So shout out to Mongo's. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have this real 30 foot bar, actually a work bar where it overlooks the player. And so parents, you know, we during the week, Monday through Friday, we get lots of folks coming in during work, working from home, and they can just watch their kid and supervise them while they're able to get good work done, which is amazing. But throughout our space, it's pretty large. We have like work lounges and just sofas all around and tables, you know, with connections, right. To sort of like power up where we get lots of folks just coming in as a family, right. To sort of do work, um, or just students coming in, right. And people who work from home that just need a space, like a coffee shop, right. To just get work done. And so definitely that's been a big focus as we relaunch and think about relaunching to sort of pivot that to be more focused on adding more workspaces, right. Adding more privacy to those options. Yeah, I think that's going to be super important. Go ahead, Mark. Prior to us um, closing down, I mean, we were in the, actually, we're here today. We're just finishing up the drop-in offices. So we're, we're finishing that up. We're, we're getting them soundproof. But one, off, one, one feature we offer is uh, supervised play. So mm-hmm. a parent can come in. They need to get some work done. They can um, schedule an event or book an um, pro-play specialist. Uh, we'll have a group supervised play session and then they get to use one of our private offices. Um, or if the private office is not available, the workspaces are available. So they, they, um, they really would be booking a supervised play session. So the parent can't leave the space, but they get to work in the space and their child may be entertained, maybe playing or a craft session, but things may be very different. You know, in the next few months, we don't, we're really looking into how do we do that? How do we social distance? How do we keep everyone safe? Mm-hmm. You know, so we're really looking into how do we offer that and keep everyone safe at the same time. Sure. I mean, in the folks that I've been speaking to, and I actually even spoke with a uh, somebody that services the restaurant industry, a, a company called Premier Payroll, this more earlier this morning. You know, one of the things that the restaurants and other establishments, I think is going to be a big priority is how, how you're going about your cleanliness of the establishment, mm-hmm. right? So showing people that you're sanitizing, showing people, whereas that would be a back office thing that really nobody wants to see you cleaning anything. Mm-hmm. But I think bringing that to the forefront is going to be a major uh, factor in terms of people building trust with you that you are taking the steps to keep the place clean for everybody and all those sorts of things. So cleanliness, as we know, is going to become a big oh, yeah. factor for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were, I mean, we had a daily regimen of cleaning here and sanitizing daily. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that we had to do all the time, but you know, we may step it up or continue, but we were really doing well with, you know, cleaning and every, you know, and having spot checks, you know, throughout the day. So we're definitely going to, you know, that may change, you know, as, as we sure. I guess so. And I, I, obviously you guys have a play area for the children and kids, as we know, are not, not the cleanest bunch uh, around to be hosting. So yeah, I would imagine cleanliness for you guys has to be an, of the utmost priority. So let's talk about the play area for the children. What actually do you guys offer in that play area? What type of entertainment is there for the children? Is it um, calendar events that go on, meaning there's scheduled times for them to do things or is it a free play area? How does that all look? So we... 
we're open for open play, which means that any family right can come in um, and they can purchase an open play pass and have access to the whole player area um, for the whole day. So it's actually an all day open uh, open play pass. But anyone can come in as you know for the restaurant and come in. So throughout the space as well, we have like cool board games and lawn games out for families to just enjoy just as they're eating at, at the restaurant. But the player itself, you know, I. I feel it's dear to my heart because it's something that I created and I, and I use sort of the background in psychology and my work with families. And we really wanted to make it an inclusive space for all kids, right? So although we focus on kids from seven and below, you know, we really have different stations for all kids. So we have a little kind of like small toddler nook, right? Where it's kind of a little bit enclosed where there's like a lot of sensory integration, a lot of things where, where babies, right, can enjoy. And then we have a, a big play structure. We use cedar works, which is sort of like made of natural wood. Our space is very, um, it was designed in a modern way, right? Where you don't feel like you're going to a traditional play space with different plastic toys, right? Or, or you feel like you're just going to, to Disney. We really made it so that it is, focused and intentionally made where people can really enjoy the space, right, um, together, right? So we have a lot of STEM um, types of toys out there, dollhouses, a lot of imagined play. So these are actually a lot of toys that I have in my play, my playroom and in my practice. And so we do that so that people can really use those tools to sort of help their kids really socialize together. And that's a big part of what we do, which is kind of interesting, which Mark and I talk all the time, when social distancing, you know, was sort of declared, our whole premise is on socialization. <laughs> so we were definitely, I guess, uh, a little worried, I would say, yeah. right, about being able to to pivot the business, right, um, as we see needed. Um, a big part of our play area, too, is that it's very different in that we have what we call pro play specialists in our play area. And not only are these staff members just there for, for cleaning, which a lot of places have, right? We actually train them, at, myself training them on positive reinforcement, how to talk to kids, kids who have special needs, um, how to help kids talk to each other. Right. And so in my practice, in my work, I work with lots of families and lots of families have asked me, all right, so you've been encouraging me to so have my kids socialize more, right, to have more positive interactions. Where do I go? And that really is where sort of the whole creation of Social Playhouse came about. Right. Let's give families an opportunity, a setting where they feel comfortable, where they feel supported. Right. There's no judgment here when kids are on the floor crying it's amazing to see we have families coming together and we're all sort of like, let it be, or how can I help? Right. And I feel like that's why we get lots of families coming back and just really feeling comfortable in the space that we're in. And that's also where we talked about the kindness stamps. That's, that plays a role in our pro play specialists and really reinforcing that kindness and that, you know, sort of positivity in our sure. space. Yeah. I mean, that sounds just wonderful. I mean, it's a whole different take on uh, when you think about playground playground mentality and socializing out there, it's it's just a completely different environment that you've created for children and families, which sounds wonderful. Now, I think I heard you mention in there, is there an age limit or restriction? Is it really meant for seven and below? What if you're older than seven, between seven and 13? Is there any activities for them as well? Yeah. So we have a lot of arts and crafts and then depending on sort of the day and the holiday and what we have going on, we always have lots of free crafts for kids to come in, um, different workshops. And so 
during holiday seasons and different times of the year, we sort of open up to different types of workshops. We did like in the winter time, we did like a gingerbread making workshop. We've done pizza making, we've done um, ornament making, all sorts of fun things that the whole family can do together. Um, And it's interesting to see, although our play area is focused on seven below, we have lots of siblings, you know, um, Mm -hmm. that come through and they find something to do, whether it's through the board games or our really cool dining tables or all our dining tables are um, chalkboard paint. And so we have little, really cool, fun artists coming in. A lot of teenagers like to come in and just, you know, have a smoothie and then they're drawing on all the dining tables. And I wish I could sort of like, if we, I wish in retrospect, I took pictures of all of them and then we sort of like create this whole board for the community to see. Um, but a lot of artists come out here, which is really fun and yeah. cool to see. Yeah, that's I think awesome. The adults, uh, I think we have more adults that enjoy the uh, yes. chalkboard tables. <laughs> I True. bet, I bet. With a little, a little glass of wine, I'm sure the <laughs> drawings get quite interesting in some <laughs> some instances, right? <laughs> Everybody's got to have a little fun, right? right? So, since this all happened, how have you pivoted the business, and what, how can people support you right now? So, um, we're focusing more on restaurant. So, when we reopen, we're rethinking how do we open the restaurant? What do we offer? Do we do more curbside? Are we going to be doing delivery? So just before we closed, I, I set up an account with a delivery online delivery company, and we started to really kind of establish that. We're in the middle of a, a business district, so we have a lot of offices and warehouses in this area. But even outside of that area, I mean, we can um, cater to everyone, you know, within the, you know, within a ten mile radius here. Um, but we really want to focus on our food, and then really see what does the workspace, um, co-working space look like um, and really focus on events, you know. So as events, we want to make sure that we still have our events, our specialized events, but do it in a safe way, right, where everyone still feels comfortable coming uh, to a space like this. Um, as well as, you know, even for now, you know, we do donations, you know, we have been baking, we've been delivering to hospitals, um, we are closed at the moment, but when we reopen, you know, I think delivery is going to be a big uh, part of our business mm-hmm. and also, you know, coffee. So we do a lot of coffee, like you mentioned, Mongo's. We have been, we have an online store, we sell gift cards, but we do a lot of coffee, uh, sales online at the moment and deliveries. So if you're talking about support, <laughs> I, anything on our online store, we are working on a, uh, online merchandise store. Mm-hmm. So we are working on shirts and apparel and, and uh, cups and mugs and things like that, you know, um, that we're going to be launching on our website as well. Awesome. That all sounds wonderful. I, I mean, I think uh, what you guys have done so far, obviously you're very smart people and, and just knowing you for a brief moment in time here, I can tell how much passion you guys have for the business and how much care. I have no doubt that you're going to continue to have success. Is there anything else that you want to share with everybody before we wrap things up? Uh, well, first off, we would just want to say thank you to you um, and also our Social Playhouse community. So we've been pretty active on Instagram and Facebook, and we do that just because we feel like over the past five months, we really created a community. The outpour of support when all this happened and we closed down, we got our regular customers sort of reaching out to us and sort of giving their support. 
um, buying gift cards online, buying our coffee, right? Just seeing what they can do to help us out. Um, and we are also an event space, so we all we didn't really talk about that, but we we do a lot of events here um, at Social Playhouse, not just the kid birthday parties, right, which is typical of a place like us, but we also do a lot of family events. And so we've done baptisms, um, birthday, uh, baby showers, bridal showers, 40th birthday parties, right? Anytime you think of a family event, right? Typically you would do at a regular catering hall, but then you would get entertainment for the children, right? We've created a space where it's a modern open space where families come in and then they have the extra entertainment for the kids. And so we've gotten lots of positive feedback on that. And so we were actually booked into, I think, like July, August. And so... Having to close down was very, you know, upsetting for us because, you know, we obviously wanted to commit, you know, to, to these events, but obviously we wanted to make sure everyone was safe. And so um, we want to say a big thank you to our, our community, our customers who have booked events and rescheduled them. And so that was a huge support for us to be able to reschedule and move it to a later time where it was safe for everybody. So I just want to say thank you to them. Um, it, it's been so great. Um, and also, you know, all the people who have been reaching out and, you know, doing donations, right. We're matching all our donations at the moment. And so that's been tremendous help, um, through Dinah Lai and Alyssa, you know, who's been so helpful. Um, and actually we've been working with all different through social playhouse and being able to, to meet all these families. We've networked with so many families and that's a big piece of this, right? The bar community. And this is really what we meant it to do to be a flex space, to be a community. And so a lot of people who come in, they always see us as a community space as well. And so being able to work with other local businesses and to support each other has been amazing. So we just want to say thank you to, to everyone out there who's been helping us out. And most importantly to all the healthcare workers and the frontline people, my mom is actually a, a retired ICU nurse. And so oh, wow. it sort of really speaks to, to us and our families to have friends who are nurses and doctors and the back end, right? All the dietitians and, you know, custodial staff, all the people who make it happen in hospitals, right? That may not get as much, you know, attention, but we really truly appreciate, you know, what they're doing for all of us and our families. And so a big thank you to them and you as well. Thank you so much for what you're doing for all of us. No problem. I think you got me at the beginning of all that, but I appreciate yeah, no, it. This is amazing what you're doing, and I, we really Thank appreciate it. You. Thank you, um, Mark, Jenny. I really appreciate you guys' time today. I know you're busy trying to still run your business as well. And like I said, I having just met you, I know you guys are going to be well and and really continue to strive and thrive through this. And um, I hope people, if everybody's listening, please go follow Social Playhouse if you haven't checked them out already. They are doing some wonderful things, especially for families with children and um I can't wait to see what you guys have in store for the next chapter. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to The Big Food Talk, produced by Tough Monkey Entertainment. Subscribe on iTunes and wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram for behind-the-scenes takes or watch complete episodes on YouTube. Don't forget to make a donation at BigFoodTalk.com. 